What's up, cheeseheads? Before we get into today's podcast, we wanted to tell you about what Ethan and I have been up to in 2022. Something very exciting. It's a new product that we have launched for employee engagement called the Pool Boys. E, tell them what's up. That's right. So right here, as you can see, the Pool Boys, what we want to do is create an awesome environment for your office pools. So we're going to come in, we're going to run everything for small business owners, large business owners, basically business owners, where we want to come in, provide an awesome red carpet experience where we up the engagement, up the fun by running your office pools, whether it be March Madness, we got some fun fall offerings, whether it be college football pick em, NFL pick em, Survivor, we got you covered no matter what the pool is, we are your boys for it. So let's get going. That's right. This is an employee engagement play. If you're having any trouble at all with retention or engagement or even internal communication, let the pool boys take a look and show you some of the products that we can offer. We shoot customized videos with these handsome fellas and we send them to your team and we talk trash about your people. It's so much fun. I got to <laughs> tell you. We build you up too. Don't worry. It's not just trash, but there is a lot of trash. There is some trash. All right, guys, check us out at www.thepoolboys.net and we're going to get into the episode now. Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy, K Troll on the mic. I'm wrapping this sweet Derrick Henry jersey, and I got my boy, E, ready to rock as well. Pat's jersey, go figure. Ethan Gelfan, what's happening, brother? Nothing much, man. Shout out to our boy, Jonah, hooking up with these sweet jerseys. I got this last year. Kemper, you jumped on the jersey train this year. I did. Great, I did. Great gig. That this is, is pretty nasty. I mean, I was going to say, that's was that the salute to like our armed services one or whatever? Salute to service, yep. And yeah. the first week this week is 9-11. So these are going to be a that's hot true. commodity. That's very true. Yeah, it's crazy that week one is here. It seems a little bit later. I don't know. I feel like it's usually like the first weekend of September, but is it? it's second, obviously, this year. But I don't know. Is it me? I think Labor Day was a little bit later. It's, it's always the Thursday after Labor Day. and But I think Labor uh, Day was just late this year. That's a good point. Just how it fell, you know. Fair. Fair. Fine NFL in my face. Fine NFL. In I face. see how you do it. Well, I always know that because we always schedule our Yahoo draft, which we're going to be talking about today. We always schedule that for the Wednesday before the league starts. And True. so we had ours last night. Spoiler alert. You did. And uh, we're going to talk about it today. It's going to be pretty sick. Spoiler alert. It was 12 teams this year. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it was pretty gosh. wild. It was pretty wild. Uh, we got some. We have a new challenge we're going to be covering today as well with our friends at Run Your Pool. They've got some sweet pools over there. You got to check them out, runyourpool.com. And then we've got some how it started, how it's going for Ethan on the hot seat today. See how he does. <laughs> Get so nervous, man. Like, for you. I don't know if it's just because you've been dominating so much. And I, I missed last week's, uh, what was it? It was either on campus or how's it, how it started, how's it going. So I'm a little nervous. Not going to lie. I got to get back on the horse. It's all right. It's all right. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm going to point. And then we have the return. We've already done our do it bet board, and so I'm excited about that one. But we have the return of the weekly do it, do it, do it, do it bet, do it, do it for the week. We got to do it bet today, so it's pretty exciting. Yes. What would you think uh, before we get into like the actual results of the draft? Yes. Which we're gonna we're gonna skip to in just a few minutes here. But tell me your thoughts on the draft night. We did a Zoom for the draft, which I thought was really cool. It was a great idea. Yeah. If you can't be there in person, which I think is the absolute best for a draft. Get a Zoom room going, man. Like, get everybody together so you're talking throughout the draft. But how, how yeah. do you think everything went as far as the execution goes? No, it was it was good. You know, so we so we've been doing this league for what 15, 20 years now, and for the longest time, it's been ten teams. And you know that it's been ingrained in our mind. This is how it's run. This is what's going on. But you know, then some of our buddies reached out, like, "Hey, can we get in?" Or it was actually one of our 
uh, Hova, Josh, he uh, had been in the league previously, but he had to drop out a few years back. Uh, but he's like, Hey guys, I want to get back in. Is there any way? So we weren't going to kick anybody out. So we reached out to another one of our buddies from school and, and we bumped it up to 12. And let me tell you, yep. that makes a big difference. Uh, but as far as execution wise, yeah, you got to go with the zoom. If you can't be in person, it was just good and fun to kind of see everybody, uh, give people crap while you're doing it. Uh, you know, honestly, it, we got that idea from doing the live mock draft on the podcast. It was so much fun doing that. So our buddy Drader's like, Hey, can we do that again for ours? Like, yeah, man, let's do it. So yep. that was fun. And uh, yeah, it definitely makes it a lot more interesting when you're talking about giving people crap for picking people way too early as opposed to tickety tap, tap, tap. You suck. That's true. <laughs> and I was speaking of giving people crap. Um, where are my Atlanta folks at? What, what happened to my ATL crowd? None, None of, of them the there. Showed up to the Zoom. It was all the Wake Forest crowd, which I'm, which was awesome. I mean, that's where awesome. this league started, right? But it, I thought it'd be really cool if you guys got to actually see and meet these guys, right? You don't even know three of the guys in the league you've you've interacted with them via the league and emails and some shit talking and all that but um well, it's been nice to, to get them in there i know ricky ricky's a big we know ricky very well fan you know he was on our mock draft so we know ricky ricky gets a ricky's a state he's a staple in the fold in the cheese podcast hey guys it's ricky uh go gino <laughs> go gino <laughs> go gino so true. that's it yeah i that's agree it. with you man i thought it was awesome it was, a, it was a good time my brother was actually here in the room yeah. with me and so <laughs> I was okay. talking loads of shit to him. Can we just talk about how your brother does not know how to use a computer or anything he like is that? Computer illiterate. Um, <laughs> I also was I was quite annoyed at like he he does this though he sneak attacks like he won't mention the podcast at all for like the entire year and then he'll come here draft night and be like I just binge listen to like four of your podcast episodes <laughs> and I your saw you on your your wife did a YouTube video that you were on. He's like I'm watching all your stuff. I'm like what. <laughs> What are you doing? Like, what do you do all day that you're just sitting there like, I'm see what my shitty little brother's up to. <laughs> I like how he types with two fingers, too. So he would he type. does. He, he does, does he type like this, computer. doesn't he? Yeah. So, anyway, he was here. That was actually a lot of fun. He was here. And my kegerator was up and working, so we had some fresh blue moons. I cut oh, some orange easy, slices. Easy on the flexing. Easy. It's pretty sick. Oh, I just got my kegerator. Let me just go to my gold-plated toilets. All that stuff. <laughs> I do have a gold-plated toilet as well. You probably have three bidets as well. Whatever. <laughs> I'm out on bidets. I'm out on that. Not By the way, do you know bidet sales skyrocketed during COVID? It went up like a thousand percent. I heard that. Yeah. You couldn't get toilet paper. You remember that? Right. So everyone's like, screw it. Let's get a bidet. Dude, I remember uh, this, this is only two years ago. It's not like oh, well, I was a kid. <laughs> back I was, in the day. One of my memories of COVID, though, was like you couldn't get toilet paper or paper towels anywhere. I found sure. some bundle pack on Amazon that had like three left in stock and it was like a mega pack. And I was like, please, can I get it? I don't know when it's going to show up. I don't know if this is real it or not, arrived. but I just did it. Okay. And it said it was going to show up in like a month. And I was like, well, I'm like counting rolls. I'm like, all right, guys, we got to ration out here. I think three it'll squares work. Per wipe. Yeah. Three squares. Three squares. Yeah. And we were a Costco fam. So we always had like, you know, good excess of, of those kinds of things. But I was like, man, I hope this shows up. Well, you know, it showed up like a week later, which was badass. It showed up on my porch in a cardboard box. Please tell me someone like, stole it. It was like Charmin, you know. And I was like, I was like, no. When I saw it on my uh, Nest Cam, I ran home. I like raced home. I think I was still working <laughs> at the time, like in an office. I raced home and was like, grabbed it, and put it inside. And I was like, someone would steal that, man, for real. It's like the this hottest commodity at the time. This is where we are as a society. That Charmin is like gold. You see it on a doorstep. Give me that. 
just run. I off mean, it was it. as valuable as almost anything. You're not wrong. Um, shout out to uh, Amelie Gell fan. So when the you know the, again the same toilet paper craze hit, she too kind of went on these like black site de- websites to go see if she could find toilet paper. I think she ordered it from like a a restaurant wholesale club yeah. or something. Yeah. So it comes to her house. It's like the single this, like, ply in a massive single ply gigantic single rolls roll. that are like this thick, this thin around. Yes. Yeah, I was like, uh, nah, this is terrible. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it is. I've got to go buy one of those San Jamar toilet paper dispensers now. <laughs> to, this thing to fit in here. Attach it to the wall. <laughs> you know, one of the tricks that I found during that, we're talking way too much about toilet paper, but one of the tricks that someone told me about during the pandemic was it was like office max or somebody had paper towels or something. And you're like, no one thought to look there because it's an office supply store, but you could get paper towels for days at office max. That was my one. I've given away my little nugget of info for the next lockdown, <laughs> for the next uh, toilet paper run. That's office right. Max, or That's paper right. towel. Excuse me. But Hey, talk about toilet paper and garbage and garbage. Let's talk about some three crappy team updates. Shall we? We have three crappy team updates in the NFL. You like that transition. I find some good news for the NFL this week. And, uh, ain't a whole lot other than football's back, baby. Football's but back. Mitch Trubisky, officially the starter for the Steelers. That was pretty <laughs> exciting. Wow. I gotta tell you, um, I went back after our draft last night, my brother and I were going back to previous years to look yeah. through. He's like, how many trophies have you got in the last 10 years? All this kind of stuff. We're looking at, at all this kind of stuff. Well, we went back and looked, and um, he lost in the championship in like 2018 or something. He started Mitch Trubisky, and he benched Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I was like, what were you thinking? You deserve well, to lose that. You can see their point totals from that from that year. Yeah. And Mitch Trubisky had three games of like 40-plus points. He had a six-touchdown game. I was like, wow. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't remember ever being confident. I'd never remember him being good at all. And they weren't rushing. They were passing touchdowns, like 350 yards and six touchdowns. It was like a 56-point game or something crazy in our that league. wild. Um, now, he'd also had like those three games, and the rest of them were total garbage. So it still didn't make sense for, for Creighton to start him. Sure. But uh, it was it was wild. Wow. And he ended up getting like 14 points for Creighton. And Aaron Rodgers got 47 points on his bench. <laughs> Well, okay, and I'm I'm not trying to put salt in your wounds here, but wasn't there a year either in the playoffs or the championship for you where you had Aaron Rodgers and Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Did you go with Jalen Hurts? I went with Jalen Hurts. It didn't actually matter. That was two okay. years ago. Yeah. Because um, Hurts was, was playing crazy. the Cowboys. His defense was awful at the time. And Rodgers was – I forget the situation, but it was snowing in Green Bay, which doesn't affect him. But anyway, I went with Hurts. Like the first series of the game, he threw an 80-yard touchdown, and I was like yeah. – yes great call and i mean he literally scored like three more points the whole game and i was so I was so mad he ended up with like 17 and rogers had like 19 or something it wasn't right. it was negligible and i lost by 20 i mean i lost by too much fair but anyway right. mitch trubisky starting <laughs> starting for pittsburgh so you might get a 50 point week out of him is all i'm saying it's possible Pick him up it has been done yes. uh the zach wilson update sounds like he's going to be out for at least three weeks i think is the latest thing like probably three weeks so it's gonna be joe flacco he's out for life. Do with that what you will as far as like the receiving options and the running backs uh it is a revenge game this week against the ravens so look out watch out joey flacco still <laughs> proven he's elite <laughs> he is he's got a chip on his shoulder okay once uh, again. and the jags are hellbent on we're going back to we're going back to joe flacco again you know i love referencing gridiron uh gridiron heights on bleacher yep. report so yep. this was actually like a few years after the ravens won the super bowl with flacco <laughs> And they had a whole 
30 second segment of is Joe Flacco elite. And so it's like at a restaurant. And so it's like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, some other people there. And, and you just see Joe Flacco at the door. Guys, guys, like, sorry, sir, we don't have you on the list. So it's just, <laughs> I love it. Very clearly not elite. Not elite. Um, the Jags are hell bent on starting James Robinson week one. I don't, they keep saying he's going to play. I, I don't, the at some point, you have to believe the news if the team just keeps saying, no, seriously, he's, watch, here he goes. He's going on the field. He tore his Achilles week 16. That's less than a year. <laughs> that's like nine months ago. I mean, that's, it's just insane. There's no what way he's going to be play? effective. He could play because Cam Akers played in the playoffs last year, I guess. But you saw what you happened. Know, you, know? you know, Urban probably kicked that Achilles a few times after it was torn, too. So, jeez. That's true. Probably set him back a couple weeks. Just saying. That's what he does. He kicks people in the leg. Great updates, man. These are some great NFL updates. Yep. I really want to hit hit with the heavy news today. So yeah. now that uh, you're, you've got that news, you're prepared for your sit em, start em conversations here. Yes. Although Let's jump into the Yahoo League, man. Let's see what happened. That's true. But just real quick, James Robinson, it did make me think to pick try and pick him up late in the draft. Just because, like, well, shoot, if he might play, it's worth the stash. Uh, he's gonna so. be garbage. I think he's gonna be garbage all year. So gross. Unfortunately, let's talk so. about our league. So we bumped it up to twelve. We are we now officially 12. 12. And before anybody gets all salty about bumping it up to twelve, because I had several people who were like, "Let me in if you guys ever grow," which I get and I appreciate and I want you there, but. As you said, one of these guys had been in the league before, he had been, wanted yeah. back in. He gets first rider refusal. And then this started out as a wake league. This was our wake team. This is our wake, like our fraternity league from wake. So we're trying, we always want to have as many wake people in as we can. So that was our first, our first swipe at uh, first getting generation. someone new into the league. Yes. Getting there are others here. on the list though. You'll get the call up at some point. There's a waiting list. There is a waiting list. And I'll tell you what, if these Atlanta folks don't show up to the Zoom next year, I might start cutting people. Just saying. Good. Just buddy list survivor, man. Andy, Chris, looking at you. Ricky, you're fine. Ricky, you're fine. Ricky, you're fine. You're you're part of the you're part of the podcast. You're in the group. All right. So uh no surprise, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, one, two. Oh, Justin hold Jefferson, on, time out, three. man. What picks did you, what pick did you have? I had the nine pick and you had the eight pick. And and so right before eight this, pick. we knew this was gonna be fun because we're like, oh great, we're gonna be right. Stealing people's picks the whole time. We're back to back. And I had said previously, like, I like the eight or the nine, but in a 12 teamer, maybe not as much. I don't know. It was still, it still felt like the middle of the, it still felt like the middle of the draft when it was on the way up. And it yeah. felt like that it felt like the tail end when it was going back the other way. I felt like I was like 30 picks between my next pick, you know? It, it was an eternity. And I'm not going to lie, having you obviously right behind or right in front of me did change my strategy a little bit. And honestly, I feel like I passed on some guys. So I'm like, I honestly would feel bad taking this guy because I know it's your guy and I hadn't really been talking him up. So I tried to stay a little more consistent to me. So we'll talk about it. But there are a couple guys I was like, you know what? I shouldn't and I can't because X. So we're yeah. going to go through that too. I also I know felt, you did the uh, same. I know you I did, did the same. same. I returned the favor. But I also felt a little bit of pressure on this draft in particular because it's like our, our biggest draft. I felt a little bit of pressure to stick to my rankings on this one. And yeah, and that's probably should have done that more elsewhere. Um, but I had my rankings printed out. I was scratching them off. I was like ready to rock. And uh, I made a, I made a pretty interesting pick. I'll just say that fourth round was pretty controversial for me, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. But it was all based on, hey, here's where I got these guys ranked. You know, I want to stick yeah. almost to treat my rankings. Fair. So pretty chalky first round. Other than, uh, as we all mentioned, Najee Harris didn't go in the first 12, which was a little surprising. Uh, we went pretty receiver heavy, you know, and I think that's 
this league has got three starting receivers and a flex. Mm-hmm. So you often see receivers go earlier here. Um, but again, full, full point PPR. Full so. PPR. But I think like we talked about this beforehand, a 12-teamer, like you, you've you got to get your running backs, man, because yeah. they're going to be gone. Spoiler alert. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, at the eight, I love at the eight, you had Dalvin Cook staring at you and Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon. And just like, like, yes, is exactly where I wanted you because (laughs) I knew you wouldn't take either one of them. I know. So, honestly, I was like, it's going to happen. They're both going to be there. And I'm sticking true to myself. I'm sticking true to my values, my principles. I vowed to not take Dalvin Cook. And, yes, he's staring me in the face. It might come back to bite me in the ass, but I can't do it. I had to quit him just because every time I take him, he gets hurt. And the one time I don't, he's going to have a great year. So I passed on him. I went with Jamar Chase, which I'm not sad about. I love me some Jamar. And, but I had to pass on Dallin. And I knew you you were going to swoop him up, which is fine. I hope he does good to you. I hope. Uh, But he has not to me. He needs new leadership. And I'm the guy for him. So if, if you had taken Dalvin, I was pretty strongly leaning towards Jamar as well. I think that was a great pick. Um, and and I like we kept saying this. I think there's three truly elite receivers this year. And I think Diggs is like on the fringe, maybe four. Yeah. But I think there's a cutoff there. And I and I Devontae Adams obviously is elite, but we just don't know how this is going to turn out this year in Vegas. So I would say um, I like Jamar Jefferson and Cup as as a three person tier, and Diggs yep. is kind of on the outside looking in. Uh, for me personally. So you took Jamar Chase at eight. I had Dalvin Cook at nine, which I thought was kind of crazy. DeAndre Swift went earlier than expected. He went seven. Very early. Derrick Henry went six to my brother, which was no surprise. Uh, so, I mean, most mostly chalky, but, you know, he makes up those first two rounds just a little bit. Well, you're talking about Devontae Adams. He made it to 12. He snuck into the first round, you know, when he people did. like him, did. Najee Harris didn't. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, at the turn, Andy went Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Uh, I love Aaron Jones, man. I think he's just going to have a huge year as well. was really hoping he would fall back to me, but he didn't. And Najee Harris, of course, went right to the next pick. So, yeah, uh, Towel, Towel ends up with Joe Mixon and Najee Harris, which is a pretty nasty combo as well. Um, but when it came back to me, which is the fourth pick in the second round, again, look at my rankings and all, the, all that we've talked about and full point PPR. I went with Alvin Kamara. God, I thought Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara is a, a killer combo. That is a dirty, dirty back-to-back running back pick. Uh, so, obviously, I was the pick right after you, and I was hoping to have Kamara slide to me, but I figured he was not going to get by you. So then I was stuck in the predicament of Saquon Barkley or Leonard Fournette. And honestly, I was going back and forth. And I know I've been higher on, on Saquon this year just because I think he's going to have a bounce back here. Uh, as long as he stays healthy, I think he could be a big surprise. And then the one thing that was kind of concerning me with Leonard Fournette is just kind of reading some reports on him. They said they actually wanted to kind of lighten his load this season because I guess last year he was playing like 87, 83, 81% of the snaps. They said they want to pull that back to about 60, 65. So that was kind of a little alarm for me. Uh, I don't know if they just want to keep him fresh or just whatever it is. So, yeah, I just Ooh, that, I don't like that, that. kind of just it was just kind of pinging in the back of my brain. So I was like, you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go with my boy Saquon. Just kind of go all in on him. Hope he has that bounce back because if he does, it's gonna pay dividends. And and I'm hoping he does. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. And I think like he also has a pretty safe floor. Assuming he's yeah. healthy, he's not Assuming gonna he's absolutely. Healthy. He's not gonna absolutely crush you. Like he's got ten point floor, I think. So like you're fine. It's not like again, it's not like a total wild card. Exactly. All right. So you go Saquon. Fournette goes right after you. 
Uh, we have a run on some other receivers here with Mike Evans and Debo, Javante Williams. Nick Chubb slid to the 10th pick in the second round. That's pretty late for him typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, full PPR. People kind of fade him a little bit. Travis Kelsey first tied in off the board at the first end of the second. Uh, and then we get back to Drader, who was heartbroken that Travis Kelsey went right before. <laughs> he was so <laughs> mad. The he was one Chiefs he fan. He's just like, no. <laughs> uh, that poor guy was just like all night. He was just like waiting and waiting and waiting because he had the first pick, you know. So he's just like, I mean, it's a long way back. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what. So you look at his. So he obviously got Jonathan Taylor one. His second pick is James Conner. Like you talk about the big gap between picks. Like that's massive. That is a big gap. Now, I don't think he should have taken James Conner, but he did. And but he did. As far as running backs go, I mean, I guess that was a pretty solid pick. I might have doubled up on receiver there, but to the point we made earlier, like, golly, it's going to be a long time before it gets back to you, and then what running backs are going to be left? You know, you're really – Spoiler alert, stay tuned to my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then you're really guessing. So he does get T. Higgins as his wide receiver one. I thought that was a good pick. We all thought he'd go Tyreek Hill, but he says he's right. nervous about him now in Miami. Um, Mark Andrews. 3.3, no surprises there. Pretty heavy wide receiver round in the third round. Uh, it came up to you at the eighth slot in the third round. Cortland Sutton went right before you. Is that who you were wanting? I know Keenan Allen went a couple well, picks Keenan Allen was the guy I wanted, and he went three picks prior. So I was I was bummed there. And then I was like, okay, I still got Pittman or Sutton. Uh, I'd be happy with both of those guys. So okay. Sutton went right before. Obviously, you and I are both high on Cortland this year. But I was yep. totally good with Michael Pittman. Again, you know me and Matt Ryan. I feel like that's an upgrade from Carson. I think he could be a great combo with Pittman. So I had to take him. Uh, but here is where I'm saying my strategy, excuse me, the fact that you were behind me changed my strategy because I was looking, Kyle Pitts was there and I knew you were going to take him round three. Like I just knew it because that's where he's been going the round three and four and in a 12 team league, he ain't coming back to you. So in the back of my mind, I was like, take Kyle Pitts. Like this is tight ends are going to be, a dearth position this year, like depth wise, yep. the 12 teams take him. Yep. But the little voice, the little angel on my shoulder said, don't do it, Ethan. You haven't really been that high on him. And Kemper loves him. <laughs> so I was like, well, all right, little guy. So again, I'm not, I'm it's not like I, you owe me one Kemper, but cause I was super yeah. happy to get Pittman, but I'm not going to lie. I did have a twinge to get Pitts, but I was like, you know what? This is Kemp's guy. Let him have it. Yeah, I, I certainly appreciate that. And there were big names left on the board that I was really thinking about with my next pick. Um, I just think in a twelve teamer, man, quarterback and tight end, you got to get you got to get your guys at those positions. Yeah. Quarterback less so, but tight end for sure. Uh, because man, when the run happens and you're on the wrong end of the draft, it's it's bad. Yeah. And so, so yeah, what were the big names you were thinking of besides Kyle Pitts there? Because you knew you were getting Kyle Pitts in the third. Well, I was hoping that maybe I'd maybe be able to get him depending on where i was drafting from you know right. at, at the nine slot yeah i knew i was gonna have to get him right there so who uh, else were you considering i knew he wouldn't come back to me <clears throat> i considered josh allen there honestly which i'm i'm not yeah. usually a quarterback early but at the end of the third i thought that was a really good value for towel uh dj moore and mike williams are both sitting there pretty high on both of them as well so those are probably the names i was looking at but i mean ultimately yeah kyle pitts's name was just like absolutely screaming my name must have screaming at me i get him Got to get him. Pity. Pity wanted me. <laughs> uh, Pittman, obviously, too. Like, if you'd taken Pitts, I would have gone Pittman. Same thing. So, okay. yeah. Fair. I ended up getting Kyle Pitts. I was pretty stoked about that. And, again, you'll see why. Because at the end of the draft, you know, unfortunately for you, you're sitting there without the tight You're the guy who didn't get the tight end early enough and kept getting the guy snaked right in front of you. And you're like, shoot, 
Yeah. And literally every time I was going to take a tight end right before me, right before me. Yep. So I'll just yeah. keep waiting. Yeah. Quarterback will do that too. I got really nervous about quarterback toward the end. So I got <laughs> lucky, I think. To, to... Especially with auto pick. We did have one person who was doing auto pick. And we were <laughs> oh like, my God. I got to take three quarterbacks. Crap. He took two, yeah, because I mean, you take best available, and they're not afraid to double up on on a quarterback before you fill out your roster. And so, like, he yep. he got two elite quarterbacks, and we're just like, oh crap, this makes it even harder. <laughs> oh, crap. All right, so that's the third round. Um, as I said, Josh Allen went at the end of the third, a mix of running backs and receivers there, and it gets back to me fourth pick in the fourth round, and this is where the controversy started. <laughs> this is where people <clears throat> people were like, whoa. <laughs> All right, so on the board, we've got Allen Robinson, Juju, Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddell, Amon Ross St. Brown. Of course, you thought I was going with Cam Akers or A.J. Dillon because I've been so high on A.J. Dillon. But yeah. as you recall, I've got Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara already. I don't have a receiver yet at all. <laughs> I don't have a receiver. And i got to start three of them, you know, yeah. at least. So I'm thinking, shoot, the 12-team league, like the, the guys that I would normally love to get in like the eighth round, like Rashad Bateman types, they're going to go sooner than that, and I'm not going to have a chance to, to stack Gabe Davis and Rashad Bateman and Allen Robinson and all that, you know? Boy, did Bateman ever go earlier than that. So, um, I looked at my rankings. This is where I was talking about. I mean, I checked my rankings. I was sitting there looking at these really good receivers. I had Amon Ross St. Brown ranked the highest in the PPR, and so I took him. And we'll see. It may may completely bite me in the ass. We will see. Um, Part of that was also returning the favor to you about Allen Robinson, knowing that was your guy. It was very tempting to go that route but you hooked me up i hooked you back up and i took my guy anyway i had him higher ranked anyway so yeah everybody went and and yeah i followed alan robinson right up and honestly if you had taken alan robinson i would have been bummed but at the same point honestly i probably it would have been between amon ra or i was just potentially thinking david montgomery just because i needed that second running back yeah but i did want another high quality wide receiver so I'm on Rob would have been in my conversation for my pick. And as I mentioned, a running back. So I don't think you drafted him too high, man. He's going to be a great value and he's going to be fourth round. I mean, I know it's a 12 teamer, so it's really like kind of like the fifth round, but, but as you said, you got to look at what's going to be available when you come back. So let's, okay. So we keep going. So then it was a a run on wide receivers. I'm on Rob, Juju, Jalen Waddle, Deontay Johnson all went in succession. And then your boy Rashad Bateman went at the end of the fourth. Rashad so, Bateman at the end of the fourth. I was stunned by that. I mean, I was yeah. just like, this that that's the moment that I realized this Gabe round. Davis, Gabe Davis was the second pick of the fifth. This is the this is the round when I realized the difference between a 10 and 12 teamer. And I've been in I was in a 12 teamer the night before. So I knew, but that was like a different, it was a half point PPR is on CBS. It was with a bunch of older guys. Like it's a different story. Yeah. This is the moment in our draft when I was like, whoa. Shit's like way different this year. <laughs> My number one receiver is Amon Ross St. Brown. My number one. And I can't get the guy I thought would be my number two because he just went like six picks later. Yeah. It was wild. So, yeah, run on receivers. The running backs, too. Cam Akers, A.J. Dillon, David Montgomery, all gone in the fourth round here. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just receiver, receiver, crazy. And then the quarterbacks kind of starting to come here, too. Justin Herbert at the beginning of the fifth. I thought that was a really good value. Um, I honestly kind of considered him there in the fourth. For the same yeah. rationale, you know, where you want your quarterback and your tight end this year. Um, I'm glad I didn't because I did need a receiver there. But, yeah, that got wild. That got wild really fast. Real fast. So it rolls back to you in the fifth. And um, I had to get a you're still back. looking at needing a second running back. Because I got, I now have my – how many receivers do I have now? I have three receivers. 
So I was good there. <laughs> so I definitely yeah. needed to get a running back. Uh, I considered a tight end, but they, the two guys or the one guy I was thinking in round five had just gone three picks earlier, Darren Waller. I thought in the round five, I would definitely take him, but he went. So I was like, okay. Uh, and cause man, I was looking at the running backs and it was just going to be so bad if I didn't take one. And it's not like I'm super pumped about the guy I did, but I had to. So I ended up getting Chase Edmonds, who is the lead guy in Miami and could do some things. He can catch it out of the backfield, get some touchdowns. Because I'm looking at, I didn't want Brees Hall. I don't know why people are so high on him. He's still not the main man in New York. I mean, the other guys we're looking at are who? <laughs> Josh well, you Jacobs. For a while to see, right? Damian Pierce. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. I couldn't I justify kinda... taking these guys in the fifth round. And so Chase is kind of a, a wild card. Obviously, he was splitting duty in Arizona and was still a great value to have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he might be doing a little bit of splitting in Miami, but I had to take him. I like Chase Edmonds a lot this year. I think that was a great pick. Um, we kind of had to get out of our heads a little bit about because we think yeah. about like our perfect, our perfect draft episode where we're just like, take Chase Edmonds in the 10th. You know, like <laughs> all of that was gone by the time this oh, draft gone. happened, you know? Yep. Um, so you got to adjust to your rankings, of course, the rankings on the site, because there's a psychology to this thing. We talked about this a lot, but it happened with DeAndre Hopkins, and we'll get to him in a little bit. But when that name, there's like, you know, there's 15 or 20 names that are on your draft board. That you can and see. They, they the slowly scroll up. Yeah, they yeah. slowly scroll up as a player is taken. And so you see them start scrolling up. If you scroll down below that list, you'll know who's going to be showing up soon. And when as soon as they show up, they're fair game. Like everybody, because I think, some people have a strategy and they stick to their guns, but a lot of people just kind of take whatever's there and um, whatever's there is those 15 to 20 guys on the board. Now, when, mm-hmm. when Deandre Hopkins name shows up, like, Oh yeah. Oh, that guy. Him, you know? And so yeah. you kind of get to what you can get. So I, I don't think it was bad to take Chase Edmonds because he wasn't going to be there when he came back around. Oh, heck no. So anyway, uh, you go chase Edmonds. Uh, I need another receiver here. Cause I've got two running backs, a tight end and steady Eddie, Brandon cooks, man. I went again, I went with my rankings that's a good uh, pick. DK Metcalf was still on the board, and Hollywood Brown was still on the board here. So again, probably controversial, and just, but and after you got Brandon, those guys went. So yep. uh, once again, another mini run on receiver. So that was a good pick by you. I I thought about him, but I was like, I can't. I have three receivers. I got to go running back. Oh, your receiver room is stacked. Yeah, absolutely stacked. Um, and you need a running back. So we're kind of in the opposite situation there. So um, I liked, and this is why I went running back, running back. I liked the options at receiver a little bit yeah. better in the middle rounds in general. Um, I'm not, I don't have Jamar Chase or Michael Pittman caliber guys, but I've got a bunch of Allen Robinsons, I think, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of how yeah. it shook out. So that was okay. Um, so it swings back around. Mahomes goes to the top of the sixth. I mean, I thought that was a great value as well. That's like uh, that crazy. And then Lamar Jackson went right before me. I was thinking about Lamar there at the sixth, actually. He went really? right before me. I was um, just because I think he's, he's got an appeal to me that I just think he's, he's special, you know? The running is off the charts, obviously, but um, yeah, I think he's I think he's elite. And this is the round where we saw a quarterback run as well. And so yes. I was kind of kicking myself a little bit. And this is what made me really nervous. Um, but instead of that, I went also maybe a little controversial. But I went with Chris Godwin here in the sixth. This is one of those names that once it pops up, he's going to be gone. I've just been hearing more and more about him playing earlier in the season than we expected. and Which, too, is wild. Similar, I know it wasn't Achilles. He was ACL like James Robinson. Yeah. This was even later. So it's just, man, it just seems so early to me, but I am not a doctor, so I don't know these things. Not hashtag not a doctor. So he can't start for me. I'm not going to start in week one. Even if he plays, I'm not going to play in week one. 
But uh, I just after felt the like draft, you almost had to start on week one. <laughs> I almost like... did. I had, yeah, I had to actually put someone in IR and pick someone up to start. Because <laughs> I, I forgot. Yeah, it was a long story. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, I feel really good about when he comes back, pairing him with the team that I already had. I was like, this could be a league winner if I can survive his injury period. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I went Chris Godwin there. You're back Which... on the clock. You know, it might have been a little early, but I think, again, as you mentioned, if he comes back three, four weeks, cash, cash money right there. You got to figure like you're going to lose two or three weeks to nearly every player on your team. And unfortunately, I could also, I mean, I could lose it twice with him, right? I mean, he could come back and get injured again. And so he still has the same likelihood to get injured later as well. But um, the repaired ACLs don't get re-injured that often. That's, that's, there's math behind that. Hashtag not a doctor. That knee will be fine. It would have to be another knee or like a hamstring. You know, there's some soft tissue stuff that happens when you repair the ACL. I know hamstring and quad can get a little messy, but wow, I don't know. I think deep dive on medical. I know a lot about I know a lot about medicine and muscles. Maybe a doctor. Do you see the muscles rippling through this jersey right now? I mean, obviously, (laughs) I've I'm very well versed in it. But anyway, you got 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 one. Who who are you going to take here in the sixth? (laughs) This was probably the one pick I was like, ugh. This was probably my my reach my reachiest pick of the draft. And again, I needed a running back. I my receivers were set. I wasn't. I take that back. My receivers were set. I was thinking about tight ends. I was highly considering George Kittle. I had him at the beginning of last year, and he can be great. He too gets hurt every year, and I actually traded him away at the end of last season, and it helped me in that sense. But I was thinking, okay, after Kittle, it gets kind of thin, but I'd be happy with a Hawkinson. I could get Hawkinson in the seventh round, and I'd be perfectly happy with that. So I was like, okay, I'll get Hawk in the seventh. Got to get another running back. Ugh, I don't want Josh Jacobs, even though I was, we have him in our do-it bet. So you love like, Josh Jacobs. I'm surprised you didn't take him. I thought about it, but then I was thinking, all right, here's my my reach. Maybe this is going to be a, uh, a diamond in the rough. Damian Pierce. I, I pulled the trigger in sixth, sixth round. Um, again, just kind of getting we some don't know, man. Yeah, we don't know. Your team is going to be one of those that we're just like right. a lot of upside. Because he's my flex downside. right now. He's my yeah, flex. I figured having him as a flex is not a bad play. He's not my RB2. Have him as a flex. That's fine. I certainly Sweet. like him as a flex, and he's got the upside for sure. The joke was funny, though. Towel made it immediately. Oh, he's good for 11 carries for 30 yards every day. I believe he said eight carries for 30 yards, so that's Maybe, probably more. Yeah. more the problem is going to be game script with Houston, and um, but I you know, I think they can move the ball. They got Davis Mills Montana. They got Joe Montana at quarterback. Fine. Yeah, so Kittle goes after you a couple picks later. Kyler Murray's off the board. And then Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow, and it starts. You know, it kind of gets nasty from there. Hawkinson goes at the end of the round, which I was about because I had him queued up. I was like, I'm getting him seventh round. I can survive that. Didn't make it. (laughs) Didn't make it. Um, There's a run on the next tier of receivers: Hunter Renfro, Darnell Mooney, Christian Kirk, Mari Cooper, all those guys. Uh, Ceh goes in the seventh round. I think we're all kind of nervous about him. And then you're thinking, okay, there's one tight end left that I still feel good about. Yep, and I was like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. <laughs> and then he gets picked right before me by the guy who doesn't even know his name, which is fine. <laughs> Dallas Goddard. Is Dallas the, Goddard. The, I, knew, I knew he was the last one in your tier of tight ends that you yep. were really high on, and I was bummed for you when that happened. <laughs> I, was like, I literally oh, was about – I was ready just to hit that draft button, and then he disappears on me. I was like, whoa. So that kind of threw me for a loop. But, you know, we're always prepared. So I had my list, I had my guys, and I decided, you know what? Just still got to go depth here. 
going depth at the running back position. I've been talking about him. I still think he can be solid. Damian Harris with my Patriots. Everyone kind of mocked me. I know. Don't want to no, go I, running back. I goaded you into taking this, really. I was like, Ethan, put your money where your mouth is. It's the well, seventh round. Your guy is right there. You're right. And I keep saying seventh round. And even in the 12-team league, this is even technically farther down. So That's I'll, true. It's like the so ninth like, round. You're right. Tentator, but once yeah, again, having you right behind me, I saw who was available at quarterback, and I was also this close to taking your boy. You were not this close to taking the quarterback. You I say swear to God. You pride yourself every year. I'm the last guy to take a quarterback every I year. Do. I do. But he was, I'm not kidding, in my queue. It wasn't a very realistic. I was like, you're not going to take him, but he's up there just to have him there. Russell Wilson. That one I would have been mad about because you also <laughs> have him ranked like 11th at quarterback. <laughs> and I have him real high. And I would have been you like, you right. dick. You knew. So I, I was sweating out this whole round because that quarterback run happened last round. And yeah, there still there like were still five four teams. There were three or four teams ahead of me coming back that didn't have quarterbacks yet. And I was like, oh my God, there's no way he's going he's gonna to fall to me. <laughs> and the fantasy guys were shining on me. Russell Wilson sitting there in my lap. Yeah. Give me that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I jumped all over. I mean, immediately just like Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah, there was no hesitation. Ding, ding. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding. So I jump on Russell Wilson there. I've got my quarterback seventh round. I thought I was, man, I was so really at that point. I was like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I'm good. I've got an elite quarterback. I've got an elite tight end. I've got two elite running backs and my receivers are, I think, good enough. And if I can just get some depth now, I think I'll be fine. <clears throat> well, the eighth round turns around and a couple more tight ends go off the board. <laughs> so if you yeah. were thinking about some of these next guys, Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz, they I had gone. up there and gone. They're like, okay, they gone. This, is, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So I had to bolster my running backs. This is the point when I realized I only had two running backs and I was like, oh, <laughs> crap. Uh, but thankfully, as I've talked about a million times, Kareem Hunt sitting there in the eighth round. And, and I'm, I will just say it till I'm blue in the face. Like, I think you can flex Kareem Hunt all year long as long as he's healthy. Yep. I think he's totally adequate to flex, and he could be an RB2 again. Uh, so I grabbed Kareem Hunt, Yeah, and this is what we talked great, about earlier for you. Great pick in the eighth. And so now, kind of similar to your Chris Calvin pick, these guys have kind of been linked as to where they're going in drafts. And I'm surprised. I don't know if it was because Godwin went a little bit earlier than we thought, uh, but I was surprised this guy was still here. Knowing my receiver room, I figured I could I could put a stash for a little bit. So I, I took the jump and I went with DeAndre Hopkins just because when he comes back, he's a difference maker. And yeah, Hopkins, dude, I could Pittman, take Damian Pierce out of my flex. Allen Robinson. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just saying Pittman, Chase, DeAndre Hopkins, and flexing Allen Robinson. Man, that's a nasty combo. Yeah. So I mean, if Damian Pierce isn't working out, you got my new flex right there. So yeah. if I can just survive those first few weeks, then I'm all right. The one downfall that I realized with Hopkins is that you can't put him in IR because he's suspended. He's not IR. <laughs> and so I was kind of bummed by that. I drafted him a couple other leagues and I was like, all right, straight to the IR. I was like, what? Oh, crap. Sus. Dang, so sus. Just sit there. Yep. You just got to rot on your bench for six weeks. Uh, but then two more quarterbacks go off the board, Prescott and Brady. I still don't have one, but as we've talked about in previous episodes, I'm holding on for one guy because I'm like, I know I can get this guy late. He's going late. No one's focusing on him. I can get him. Uh, I did start to sweat though, as well because auto draft is also there too, right? Because so auto draft is messing. What with if me. he gets my guy? Uh, then we have a couple couple running backs like Tony Pollard going off, Cordero Patterson, interesting little pick, Naheem Hines, end of the eighth. So interesting. Yep. 
Yeah, this is there was a whole run on these little pass catching running backs. Miles Sanders went in the ninth. That could end up being a great pick. I don't know. I mean that for that late. Obviously, he gets a lot of hype every year, and he never seems to pull through. But he's technically a starting running back in Philly. So technically, I like the word technically because you still got Kenneth Gainwell. He still got Boston, Boston Scott. Scott. Yeah, they got four guys. You know, they they picked up somebody too, like Matt Breeder or somebody. They picked up one of those like holdover guys that's another it's just another annoying person you know it's like another guy they'll they'll play him you know they play all these guys uh so one one pick i wanted to talk about that wasn't ours in round nine was uh james cook you know he's he came off the board before a devin singletary what are your thoughts on on james did you want the james cook cook, brothers? did you want them both i would have loved to have had both cooks for sure um i could have had some good too many cooks in the kitchen kind of team names and you also um, have but, russell wilson let Russell Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Let Russ Dalvin Cook. Ooh, I like that. You're welcome. I like that. I have a different name, but I, I do like that. Um, so I don't mind. I don't mind James Cook going in the ninth, but I I did take a bit of an issue with him going before Singletary. To your point, I was like, I understand in PPR you want the pass catcher. Number one, we don't know for sure that he's like the pass catching running back there. We think because he profiles as one, and that's what he's, that's what his role is going to be. But Singletary is the starter, and Singletary ended last year. They they made him the starter at the end of last year, and he balled out. And I just felt like, I don't know, like Singletary's still on the board. Melvin Gordon's still on the board. Michael Carter's still on the board. I thought it was a little early, but yeah. at this point, we we kept saying in our Zoom room too, like, take your guys. You know, when you find yeah, the guy you want, you got to take point, it because it's going to be a long time before it comes back to you. So no problem with that. Last year, think about it too, this was the last year we got like a Debo Samuel. And so these are the kind of rounds where it's, they could come out of nowhere and be like, holy crap, this is That's true. That is true. Um, so we had him go. We had a bunch of uh, running backs These that I mentioned, Michael Carter, Melvin Gordon. I ended up taking David Singletary there because we talked yeah. about it. We're like, before Singletary, interesting. And I kept mentioning, like, is Singletary still on the board? And I, and I kept scrolling. I was like, oh my God, it's still sitting there. It's the ninth right. round of a 12-team league. He's a starting running back on the best offense in football. Like, okay, I, I, can, I can put him on my bench at, at yeah. least, you know? So I was yeah. I was aiming for Melvin Gordon this round just because again I just kind of wanted a little bit of running back depth and we've been talking about him he's always performing he's solid man and he's so solid. I was like I would definitely scoop him in the ninth but once again literally the pick I was right before me about to take him and yep. so I saw Singletary I'm I'm glad you got him uh, I think that's a good pick value pick in the ninth I just I don't know I just didn't want it uh, so I went with the first kind of rookie wide receiver and went with Drake London so. I'm hoping it has some Jamar Chase magic, just like because that's basically where he was going last year in this kind of round. And it's interesting. I feel like the rookies this year, offensive wise, are not getting much hype or pub. And I don't know if it's just what speaks not nearly as much. Yeah, Yeah. not nearly as much. Now that I will say, there were five rookies taken in this round, and four rookie receivers were taken this round. Interestingly enough, George Pickens went before the others. Oh, that's right. I missed Pickens. I thought Pickens was a great pick in general. And especially if Deontay Johnson is banged up and may not play this week, you could mm-hmm. play him immediately. He's starting to catch a lot of buzz, Pickens is. And I, we talked about him after the draft. This guy's a stud. I watched him at Georgia. He's a stud. Um, there's talk now that maybe they move Claypool into the slot and put Pickens out wide and start him. We'll see. I mean, I think by the end of the season, you could definitely see that. I think originally we all thought he ain't going to play this year. He's going to be like right. a bit player. I think he's proven he's too good in, in practice is what it sounds like. And they're, they're thinking now like he might get some play. So that, that was a good pick by Ricky. Um, you took Drake London, which I also thought was a great pick in the ninth round. Absolutely. He profiles to be the number one in Atlanta. He's got some health issues as well, but I think he'll be fine. And you don't have to start him right now anyway. 
And then Chris Olave and Traylon Burks go at the end of the round. Yep. Um, Olave, I really like. I think he could he could beast out. Of course, I love Traylon Burks being in Tennessee. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. You know, yeah. I don't buy all the asthma hype that he had, like out of shape on kind of stuff. Never bought it. Truthfully, it's gonna sound crazy, but the allergies here are insane because we're in like a valley. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, I really think it had. I bet you anything, it had more to do with allergies. Than Hashtag that. Kemper is a doctor. You know, so I am a doctor. No, I mean, the guy's had asthma his whole life, right? Like, it's not like all of a sudden it's like, oh my asthma, I can't play. The football. allergies are bad. <laughs> no, but it's not like my grandpa an inhaler isn't going to help you with allergies. I'm just telling you, there's more allergens in the air in Nashville. Watch out. Look it up, bro. Look it up. This is a okay. valley. We are in a valley. Whatever. <laughs> I like it. Anyway. All right. So, um, you still don't have a tight end, and now I still Cole don't. Goes off the board in the tenth round. Yep. Another <laughs> guy talking about like Cole Cole going off the board, and I'm in trouble. You're getting in uh, trouble a little bit here, but, but in the tenth round, your QB is waiting for you. My QB, but I was nervous because at this point, everyone had a QB, but. Auto draft has already taken a second, but we're looking at it and it's like, oh crap, auto draft. Matt Stafford is technically the next highest available. I really was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to lose freaking Matt Stafford to a guy with three QBs. Uh, I'll tell you what it was. I remember Stafford was actually, I think, second. Oh, to Daryl Henderson. So Daryl Henderson was at the top of the list and Stafford was second. And we were begging Towel, who was picking before auto draft, begging him to take Daryl Henderson and see if auto draft would take Matt Stafford. Cause we all knew Ethan <laughs> wanted Stafford and that would have been amazing. If he grabbed his third quarterback, yes. I even was like, as commissioner, I was like, I'll give you whoever you wanted in that round. <laughs> I'll get him for you. If you just take this pick right now, cause I just got to, I wanted to see if he would I take just wanted to see what would happen. Yes. Uh, Daryl Henderson. Goes. Yeah, I honestly thought about Stafford too, in part to completely screw you because that is strategy. Like strategy would tell me that wouldn't have been a bad pick. It wouldn't have been. That would have been your backup quarterback. quarterback, Stafford is your backup. Like That's amazing. That would have been a solid pick, and I would have known that I would have limited another team from getting a a really quality starter. I didn't do it to you. I didn't have the heart. And not only did I not have the heart to do that. Not only that, who did you pick? (laughs) I went back to the boyfriend who beats me, Raheem Mostert. (laughs) I can't quit him. I don't know why. It's the 10th round. I was like, God, what if, what if, what if I've got this dream scenarios? Like he still runs really well. Dude, it's totally worth a flyer. Why not? You know, it's your guy. Why not? So you get him. I finally get my quarterback, get Maddie Stafford. Thank God. Uh, Cause after that, it went downhill pretty fast. So then round 11, it's kind of swim back around. I still don't have a tight end. Um, so we're looking at tier four or five of tight end at this point. I have two guys there who I like, and I was able to get one of them. They were both available to me. So I swing back and I get uh, Pat Fryermuth. That was yeah, your guy I last think, year. I think Fryermuth would be really solid for you, honestly. I think he'll be fine. That's fine. I'm totally fine with him there. It's like, okay, clearly. Tight end is Whatever. deeper than we give it credit for this year because of guys like that. You know, Cole Komet, Fryermuth, guys that like I think will get pretty good volume. Logan Thomas is still floating around too. Like he could end up doing something this year. I like uh, your pick next. Double guns himself. <laughs> Double guns himself. Yeah, I I went on Brian Robinson. I still think when he's healthy and it looks like it's going to be sooner than later, maybe it'll be you know week five or six or something like that. I think he's the best running back they've got in in Washington, and I think Antonio Gibson getting the start the first four weeks just gives him more opportunity to fumble and lose the job even harder by, uh, by the time Robinson's back. So it's a stash. We do have an IR slot. So right after the draft, I immediately put him on the IR. 
um, no, no harm, no foul there for me. Good stash. Round 12, uh, once again, it's just kind of filling out the rosters, going out for maybe stretch picks, guys who could pan out. You go with Rondell Moore, who, once yep. again, your speedy Purdue guy. I'm sure your brother was cursing you out for that pick. He was. He was cursing and, uh, me on that one. I go DJ Shark, uh, who's yeah. now with the Lions. You know, maybe could find a new life being the number two guy after after Amon Ra. So, you know what? Why not? It's worth a shot. Yeah, I agree. And I might be able to use Rondell early if he plays this week. I might be able to use him early while I'm waiting on Godwin to come back. Um, and he's got six weeks without DeAndre Hopkins, so maybe he produces during that time. Yep. And then the last round here, um, of course, you went with your boy, your boyfriend. We all, I think, we all kind of pressured you into taking Matt Ryan here. <laughs> <laughs> you take Matt Ryan, and uh, I actually went in and grabbed Michael Gallup, who I thought was kind of a sneaky pick here at the very end. Like what? I know he's not, he's not probably going to play this week, and maybe out a couple weeks, but I think he's primed for a really big season if if his health holds out. I think. They let Amari Cooper go. I know there's a lot of money involved there, but they let him go in part because they knew Michael Gallup is a real deal. So, Mr. Impersonation, again, dude, Jerry Jones, it was good. He's going to oh play. Oh, God. Hey, Michael, get out there in the field now. We need you playing this week. Get on out there. He's going to play. No, he's going to play. He's fine. He's, he's fine. He's going to play. Dude, you are the man of many impersonations. I'm actually very impressed. It's pretty good. I'm the man of many mediocre impersonations. <laughs> Whatever you chewy, want, people. Real, real quick, chewy throwback with the arm. <laughs> There it is. You got to have the arm. Right, we move on from this draft. Overall, I felt, <laughs> I felt fine about my team. I'm a little nervous at wide receiver, but I do feel good about it. Yahoo gave me a C because they're a bunch of assholes and they don't, they don't know. <laughs> the they wish they could uh, hire someone as smart as us to, to run their fantasy. Yes. Uh, overall, I'm, I'm pretty okay with it. It's just my running backs. I'm just worried about you're worried about your wide receiver depth. I'm worried about my running back depth. I uh, love my receiver core. Glad they got my boy Stafford late. Uh, Yahoo gave me a B, so they're geniuses. Um, just saying. But draft grades don't matter. Uh, nor do the projected draft day records. They don't matter. So all happens on the field. And guess what? It starts tonight. Show me it's Stafford tonight. Robinson. Oh, Show me Stafford Robinson. Come on. <laughs> That's true. That's true, man. Are you stoked about that or what? I always get nervous on the Thursday night games because like, if they suck – you just you just look at the weekend like it doesn't matter. Know, <laughs> it's man, such a bad spot going forward. But if they have a great uh, day, then you're just like super pumped. I know, I know. I, I think it'll be somewhere in the middle. Actually, <laughs> I think it's a tough matchup, but I do think they're they're pumped to play. So yes, they'll be solid, which might be even worse because you're just like, I didn't really tell me anything. Like now I'm still just as nervous. True. All right, so let's move on. We've got a new contest we're doing this year. We've scrapped DraftKings, which we'll still be doing probably on the side. Um, and I love DraftKings, so keep playing it. But so there is a there is a league that I used to do with my father-in-law that was on Bleacher Report. They don't run it anymore. But you could pick one player from each position each week. And you can only use them once per year. It's quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, and you'd pick a team. And the team had to win for you to get points. Um, our friends over at runyourpool.com, which we absolutely love. We use for all of our pools, for the pool boys, by the way. Um, very customizable, great settings. They have a league called NFL Fantasy, which is similar to that old Bleacher Report league that I used to do. There's a few more players. You have, to, you have to run two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, and a flex. And then you also have to take a kicker and a defense. And defense is scored based like defenses are scored in fantasy, not like if you win, you get points. So it's a little bit different, and it will be tougher because the player pool is going to run out a lot quicker. Uh, yes. But we're going to run lineups against each other this year, you and me, mano y mano. So you got to be strategic here. You got to think about matchups. You got to think about about saving some of your best players for later. Maybe you got to think about injury history, all that. 
I found myself doing way too much of a deep dive into the schedules and like when who's playing what team when. I was like, oh god. Then the I trouble was... is we don't know the matchups. Like you don't know the rankings of the matchups yet either. Like the defenses change during the offseason, and the crappiest defense last year could come back and be better, and all of a sudden it's not a great matchup, you know. And I don't know what my strategy ended up being. I feel like I could have completely crapped the bed this week one, but we'll see. I'm still I got to learn this format too. So we will see. see. I'm gonna start. I, I took James Winston at quarterback this week. I think he's got the Falcons. It should the be a Falcons. good matchup. Yeah, I think it should be a good matchup. It's it's dome and all that kind of stuff. He's got something to prove. I'm going with Jameis. I went uh, Danger Russ going against his former team. I think it's just going to be a big statement game for him. New squad. I know it's a little iffy going to Seattle, but that's a good call, man. That's a good call. That's a really good call. All right, <laughs> running backs. I took Jonathan Taylor and Elijah Mitchell. And Taylor, it's the matchup with Houston. I think he's going to get a lot of run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitchell, it's a matchup with Chicago. I think they're they're going to run the ball a lot too. Um, and running backs, you always have to think like, I go ahead and play them while they're healthy kind of thing too, you know, right. uh, because like you, you might as well just go play Dalvin cook this week. Cause you're like, I know he's starting. He's not, he's yeah, not yeah. healthy yet. Dang. You're right. This will be the healthiest he'll be. Dang. McCaffrey and cook this week. <laughs> uh, I went with Alvin Kamara against the Falcons. I mean, I think he's going to get a lot of run and uh, James Connor against the chiefs. Yep. I like both of those. I had Kamara in my flex early and I, I switched him out. So um, I was thinking about him too, but then I didn't want to have him competing with Jameis. And I was hoping there'd be more right. passing. Didn't Not that he doesn't get a lot of passing work, but I didn't want to convolute that too much. Um, okay, receivers. I went with Keenan Allen and AJ Brown. Uh, Ooh, I thought they both had heavy pretty good matchups. Yeah. Heavy hitters, but again, there's more. There are more receivers than running backs that you can play with. So, and again, going to use them while they're healthy. So, Keenan and AJ. Uh, so I went with scary Terry McLaurin and um, Mike Williams. So Mike Williams, obviously playing the Raiders. So I just feel like that. I think it's gonna be a shootout. That's why I went with Keenan. Right. And so Terry, once again, it's like the healthiest and, you know, Carson Wentz is still there. I feel like he should be able to do more this year. Uh, so yeah, playing the Jags as well. It was a good exactly. Pick. I feel like it's a good matchup. So I figured why not get him out early, show him what you can do. Then also, then it's yeah. not like at the end of the season, like, oh god, who should I put? McLaurin still. Oh, geez. So it's kind of like getting them out of the way now. <laughs> yeah. Part of it is that too. There's a lot of different psychology between this, and, and we'll we'll work it out better probably as the season goes along. Yeah. It it screwed me because I get to play multiples in each position. If it's just like one running yeah. back and one receiver, it's a lot easier. Way different. You never have to well, use crappy players. With quarterback, I was even looking at a Carson Wentz, I was like, okay, I have to play 18 quarterbacks this year. Who are my top eight? It's Carson Wentz. Yes. The eight weeks, so I'm like, Ugh. that's it. So, you you might scrap you might scrap matchup because you're like, I don't think this guy is a top eighteen guy, period. So I'm just right. not gonna play him all season, and that should be fine. Jameis is probably right around that level. For He's me, right around like, there. I had him at like about as low of a guy as I want to play, but I also I want to see some games before I start my studs too. I want to yeah. see him get into a rhythm a little bit. Um, so we'll see. Uh, however, tight end, I'm jumping straight in with Mark Andrews. You went right in the deep end. I went yeah. in the shallow end, dipped my toe in with Mike Kosicki. <laughs> so, you know, I know what I'm going to get here. And that's why I'm just like, I just know it's going to be money. And if Bateman's going to be a thing, maybe it takes a couple weeks for it to really start taking off. Sure. It's going to be heavy Mark Andrews. For me, at least that was my thought. Fair. And I know that Lamar's healthy. And at Flex, I'm going Hollywood Brown. This one was a little bit of a reach, but again, I know I've got six weeks of him without DeAndre. They've got to make this make sense because they gave up a lot of draft capital for him. So, I'm hoping that he comes out with a bang. Should be a shootout with Kansas City. It's kind of the right Crazily rationale. enough, I did the exact same thing with my flex, which is just wild. I don't know yeah. how, considering it can be literally anyone. I yeah. I do. Okay. 
I went Daniel Carlson at kicker. Again, I think it's going to be a lot of points scored in that Vegas um, Chargers game. I took the other side. I took the other kicker. No, you did? Yeah. Dustin Hopkins, man. Dustin Hopkins, all right. I drafted Hopkins in one of my leagues. So I, I drafted Carlson. I have Carlson, league. too. Yeah, yeah, I hope they both blow it out. <laughs> and then I went the Saints defense against the Falcons as they try and figure it out. So did I. Yeah. Okay, great. So I got Jameis, Jonathan Taylor, Elijah Mitchell, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, Daniel Carlson, and the Saints. I went with Russell Wilson, Alvin Kamara, James Conner, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, Hollywood Brown, Mike Kosicki, Dustin Hopkins, and the Saints defense. Okay. They're going to score this kind of like fantasy, so we'll see how those those teams play each other. And uh, we can't use these players again, so that's kind of the fun is you won't see Jonathan Taylor in my lineup ever again. Sure. Kind of sad, but whatever. Womp womp. All right, let's move along to. Do you want to give the intro here? This is this is really good for you. How it started versus how it's going. I love that the verses is still in there. <laughs> how it started versus how it's going. You're in the hot seat, my man. I got some good ones for you today. Oh God, got some good Ready. ones for you today. Okay, I have got, and I'll do this the same way you do. I've got, um, I've got an easy, I've got a medium, and I've got a bit harder. Which one do you want first? Give me the hard right off the bat. Okay. Hardest one here, I think. We'll see. College, Oklahoma. Drafted, Minnesota. Seattle. Currently on Seattle? Currently-ish. Is he retired? Like I gave you Frank Gore last time? (laughs) I cannot comment on that. (laughs) I cannot comment. Drafted at Oklahoma or by Minnesota, finished with Seattle. Man, can you give me a position? Running back. Oh, was it AP? AP. <laughs> AP. It's the exact same thing as Frank Gore. We were like, oh, that's right. He did play for Seattle for like right. four games. <laughs> like a, for like a down. And that was it. He scored a touchdown. Did he? That's yeah. right. I think he tied Jim Brown's touchdown like 10th all time in touchdowns or something. And he's boxing. Seattle. Because right? now we agreed he was boxing someone. He's boxing Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Not Frank Gore. <laughs> Not Frank Gore. <laughs> Not Frank Gore. Yep. Uh, good time. Okay. Though. Well done. Well done. We'll give you a half point for having to take the position too. Half Although point. he was retired, so I don't know. Maybe that's fair. <laughs> I'll take three quarter point. Three quarter point. Okay. Let's go down to the cupcake here. College, Alabama, drafted. Raiders, currently. The Browns. Uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. That's right. Yeah. Left out Dallas in the middle there. Yeah, Dallas in the That was a good one because once again, that middle team kind of throws it off. I know, I know. So you forget, honestly, sometimes you forget he was on Oakland. <laughs> I know, that's why I said it. And I wasn't going to say Oakland Raiders either because I was going to be like, that would give it away because it would be like years ago, right? I was thinking of the A's. Okay, well done. Well done Ooh, that's what I should do with Kyler Murray drafted Oakland A's. Oakland A's. <laughs> <laughs> or just say drafted Oakland, currently Oakland. Arizona. I oh, almost did that. that. I, actually almost, I actually almost did that with Steve Young for you. Because he was drafted in the USFL. <laughs> drafted. Los Angeles, whatever they were. I was like. But then the USFL would tell you how old it was, too. I don't know. Anyway, last one. Drafted from Stanford by 
Philadelphia, currently, Arizona. Drafted but from Stanford by Philly, currently Arizona. Oh, it's got to be Zach Ertz. It yeah. is Zach Ertz. Well okay. done. That's a little bit. E- the reason I thought that was easier is because only two teams he's played. That's for. true. But I mean, once again, like you don't know it's only two teams. Like yeah. Amari Cooper. Like yep. oh, yeah, there was a third or Adrian Peterson. Fifty teams. Uh, okay, Stanford yeah, probably Ertz. gave it away, right? You said what? Stanford was kind of the, the giveaway. There's only so many. Honestly, that's I had to convince myself. I was like, okay, Stanford. And I was like, okay, it's not too many skill positions. And so I'm like, okay. Chris McCaffrey, I Andrew Luck. I just, I just be Gerhardt. Defaulted, I defaulted to the teams of Philly and Arizona. I was like, who? Okay, Zach Ertz. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It's like John well Elway. Done, Stanford, well John Elway. Thank you, man. It's just, it's just John Elway. Eagles, Carter, still John Elway. Honestly, you said Stanford. That was my first thought. Oh, John Elway. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Well done, Uh, sir. No, those are good. I appreciate that. Getting back on the horse feels good. Feels good. So thank you. Two and three quarters points for you. Two and three quarters. I will take it. What do you say we finish it off with a weekly do it bet? Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So I figured this make the most sense because this was our fourth round dilemma here. This were our fourth round picks. We like both these guys. We do. We both like both these guys. (laughs) <laughs> I'm on raw Allen Robinson this week. What do you think? In. In. Totally in. Although does it matter that Allen Robinson is also on the season do it bet board? I don't think so. It's fair. Whatever. He's not against Amon Ra for the season do it bet board. True. He's against T Higgins, which was a terrible pick on your part. <laughs> you say that now. Watch out. All uh, right. So yeah. I say this week, I say this week, I'm on Rob Brown. I'm on, I'm on Brown. I'm on Rob Brown. <laughs> I'm on Rob Brown. <laughs> Amon Ross St. Brown has more fancy points than Allen Robinson. Do it, do it, do it, do it. I say Allen Robinson the second has more points than Amon Ross St. Brown. Do it. Do it. Do it. New car smell. Do it. Do it. Do it. Woo! Let's get a whiff of that new car smell. Let's get a whiff. Open it up. Uh, yeah, wow. Okay. Wrap it up. That was a lot of episode here. We went through our whole drafts. You guys can tell us who you think has a better squad. If the Yahoo grades, who you think had the proper grade. Uh, but no, it's going to be a great season. Obviously, sw- switching it up to 12 teams, it's going to be fun to watch, see what's going on. Uh, a lot will happen, a lot will change. But uh, we're psyched tonight, Thursday night football, Rams, Bills. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Robinson, Matty Stafford. That's all I need. Just give me those guys, and we're good. But anyway, man, it's going to be a great week one. So until we see the rest of the games, keep on folding. Fold it. <laughs>